Studio C. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today, under the tutelage of our general manager, thousands of Hondurans rapidly approaching our doorstep. Is didn't we go through this one time? Not yes, long but it ago? was so much fun. We decided to do it again. How did that turn out? That's what I was trying to remember yesterday. I remember this was a big deal oh, a couple a... of years ago, and I don't remember the end of it. Well, I said, I'm sure you recall, there's, there's authorities stepped in, and some of the people went there, uh, others went over there, and, and some went and said, yeah, it's fine. It just kind of diffused, didn't it? Didn't that happen when Obama was president? The last one I remember was uh, Trump. It was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, they do this semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. There are various civil or uh, human rights groups that do this. Apparently, if a thousand and some couple thousand Hondurans don't like where they live, they come to the United States to live, and we support them, and that's uh, and we'll take it. Fantastic. And they will approach from thousands of miles away, and we will say nothing about it. We'll do nothing about it. We will shut up and take it, lest we be called racists. We'll update you on that throughout the morning. Honduran isn't a race, by the way. And if there's any ongoing tweet battles between Trump and uh, SD, STD. Stormy Teresa Daniels is her name. <laughs> Michael, um, Michael, if I don't hear horse sound effects aplenty this morning, we're going to have an issue. So let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there. I can't tell if it's Michelangelo or Secretariat with oh, his horsey face. Oh. How are you this morning, Michael? Remember, nay means nay. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm doing great. Um, you know, I was thinking if I pass away, and I don't want to pass away anytime soon, but if I did, I would hope it would be I'd be discovered by one of three things. My girlfriend, a family member, or Ron Jeremy. One of the three. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, boy, so, I believe that's a reference to the... Yeah, Dennis Hoff. Hoff. He, he passed away and was discovered by Ron Jeremy. I just thought, what, what a person, you know... A man we had had, not Ron Jeremy. We've never interviewed Ron Jeremy, a porn I star. differ. We have? I think we did, many years ago. Really? Yes. Wow, I don't even remember. But anyway, uh, Mr. Hoff, who ran one of the most famous brothels in the world, we had done quite a few times over the years. He was a very colorful fellow. Yeah. He, he was found dead in his bed by Ron Jeremy. Yeah. He was which stiff. Is just weird. Said the for, body was stiff. Gotcha. Former pornography star yeah. Ron Jeremy. Yeah, for those of you who don't know. And he's, con- he's and like, congratulations. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he's yeah, but he's kind of famous for be, even if you've never watched any of his work. He's kind oh, of yeah. famous for right. being a disgusting pornography star at this point, isn't he? Uh, 
Depends how you look at it. He was, he's a big, fat, balding, he's, hairy guy. He's a, he's a really funny guy. He became more a personality. Right. Especially in the L.A. social scene. Well, well an L.A. social scene. I mean, not like the one the uh, the Getty family, not my family, but the, hangs out with. Not that social <laughs> scene. He's rarely seen with a champagne flute and his pinky out. Right. What will that funeral be like, though, for Dennis Hoff? Will it be some sort of public spectacle with celebrities and... I don't know. I uh, yeah, I think Joe should reread, uh, watered down a little his comment he made on our group text yesterday about it because I thought that was pretty good. I don't uh, water my rhetoric down for anybody. Okay, stay tuned for some um, unwatered rhetoric. Let's continue introducing people in the squad. Is that Man of War or Sean? Positive Sean, I can't tell with his horsey face. How are you this morning, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, trying to figure out after hours trading because that seems like a scam that I can't quite get in on. With my uh, with the positive Sean portfolio, I see. I, oh, I know what uh, the open price is. I know what the close price is. What's all this price movement after it's closed? I'm I'm fishy. More to come on that later. But I bring you. I don't really have more on that later. I bring you this interesting statistic from New York City, home to more than eight million people. Had exactly zero shootings this past weekend. Wow. It was the first time that it happened since 1993. More weekends like this, please. That's, wow. That's pretty impressive. Way to go, Gotham. Way to not shoot people. How come there hasn't been more uh, discussed about what's the difference between New York and Chicago in terms of the culture or whatever that's leading? I mean, you know. Right. Right. That that ought to be, given the death toll, uh, 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 probably the number one conversation in America. Maybe number two after Trump. Because he's irresistible. Uh, but why is that not a discussion? It's because I- many of the narratives that would be inevitable are highly uh, unpleasant for the national media. They would not want to take those on. I can't tell with that equine mug whether that's affirmed or Marshall Phillips doing our news every day. Are you this morning, Marshall? I am doing very well, and what a ride for we gamers. Once again, I did not win the big Mega Millions jackpot. Nobody did. So it is up to $868 million. Wow, that's a crazy amount. Now the second largest lottery jackpot in U.S. history. Next drawing comes Friday night. But somebody in San Francisco bought a ticket at a Safeway supermarket. They got five of the six numbers. They won two million bucks. Oh, you got to go to that Safeway. Two million bucks. That's a lucky no. way to get those tickets. Yes. No, That's they where just you go. Hit. They're not going to yes. hit again. You yes. got to go somewhere else. Stay yes. away from that Safeway. <laughs> go anywhere but that Safeway. Because they've already used up their lucky numbers. Clearly a Ralph's on the same corner would be the best bet. Or something. And that's not all, my friends, because tonight it's Powerball up to a massive $345 how, how million. Much, how much legalized gambling for people who can't do math do we have? <laughs> yeah, no Powerball! Yeah, and we ran up another trillion dollars of debt this year. Great. What kind of society are we running? This is outrageous. Way more people can tell you what the Powerball's at on a given basis than what the national debt is. Right. I guarantee you that. I'm Jack Armstrong. That's right, right, son. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday. We're October 17th, year 2018. We're setting you straight in 218. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show now, officially, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Wait, what? Mom overdose? Oh, yes. From last night, the Connors. Yes, yes. How they killed off the character Roseanne. Because she didn't know Valerie Jarrett wasn't white. (laughs) But anyway, a heavy Connor says uh, Roseanne yeah. died of opioid overdose, which is... Is that fat shaming? Which, <laughs> which is a pretty good uh, theme for the kind of show that it always was. 
Um, I'm glad we don't have any more members of the staff because I ran out of uh, racehorses I could name. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, a theory is flying about the disappearance of the Saudi journalist. We've got the latest reports and reaction. Mueller ready to release the Russia meddling report. An update he is? there. Yes. What? I hadn't heard that. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, yes. And Lindsey Graham adding to the Elizabeth Warren shaming. <laughs> You're too busy Googling famous racehorses. Yes. yes, to be up on the <laughs> Mueller investigation. Sorry, it's coming up. What was that horse we all got excited about? It was a Northern California horse. It was going to win uh, the triple California Chrome. Chrome? Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. going to say stainless steel. That's the last horse I really got into. Yeah, I, that was a beautiful horse, but you had to polish it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Some strong stuff on the disappearance of the Saudi journalist. A lot of people asking some really good critical questions that the nation's media ain't. And uh, we got to revisit the Stormy Daniels-Donald Trump battle on Twitter, because I think I underappreciated his comment. I'm so used to him saying crazy things that I'm not sure I fully appreciated how crazy it is. What, that the most powerful man in the world called a woman horse face? Oh, my God! Would that it were. Would that it were. And she retorted by uh, uh, alleging that he has a small penis. Yes, and the nation reported on it. Great. Both ways. (laughs) Great. Oh, it was something. Can I get anybody to listen about the national debt? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. I got a question about Saudi Arabia chopping up that dude. I have an answer. Okay. It may be, well, it probably will be incorrect. We have more on that to come. Mailbag right now. I can't even begin to tell you guys how much I freaking love listening to you guys in the show, right, oh, thank Sean? You. Thank you very freaking much. Freaking love it to the broth of my bones. To the broth of my bones? Oh, he's making broth out of his bones, apparently. Bone broth. He's serving it, to, yeah. serving it to unsuspecting guests. All of you guys, the whole gangs are so GD funny and intuitive and witty and informative to my redundant, stupid, stupid days of work and the usual crap. I can honestly say that Jack and Joe have made my life so much better. I hate the grind of life about 25% less, like Trump and Taylor Swift's music. <laughs> Just freaking love you guys. As you said uh, earlier, Sean, thank you for the note, dude. It's really nice of you to take a couple of minutes of your life to say something nice to someone. Imagine that. That was funny, Trump saying I like Taylor Swift 25% less. <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, Jacques et Joe. This is a note from Alvin in Berkeley. Stormy Daniels walks into a bar. Bartender asks, why the long face? Oh, God. You know, I, I, I would like to have another source for that story, Alvin. I'm not sure that actually occurred as you describe it. Elise, frequent correspondent, uh, and, and Fagsto, friend of Armstrong and Getty since day one, writes. That's incredible. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I know. It's really inexplicable. Yeah, I love her, too. I mean, I've never met her as as, uh, far as I can recall, but uh, I always love hearing from Elaine. The only way you were listening from day one is that you used to listen to the show that was on before it. Right. Which couldn't have been all easy now well it couldn't have been more different from what we were from what we do that's my thing i thought you were going to say something uncharitable no i got i won't have it but it's completely different yes it's like you your 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 italian restaurant became a chicken place or a barbecue place Mm. and you just keep going because of the location i really like this address (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) well they the, the she liked talk radio and she liked that. She likes this more. I don't know. It might even be more. It's like your favorite Italian place became a hardware store. <laughs> and you just keep going. Now. So uh, here's her note. My family did 23 and Me. I did that, too. Turns out I'm a Neanderthal. <laughs> My brother and I are adopted. I am the whitest blue-eyed gal with a blonde afro you'll ever meet. Turns out 0.6% of me is African. Elizabeth Warren should stop getting her story from Cher songs and get me my reparations. Not. That's Elise. <laughs> she should stop getting her story from Cher songs and get me my reparations. What was the... Uh, uh, the musician Cher, who is now in her 70s, once, right. once had a song about the Cherokee Nation, which uh, Elizabeth Warren is attempting to believe she was a part of or breed was the name of the yep. song, right? Cher's yes, half-breed. Can we hear that one, Michael? Yeah, I can get it. Great. Uh, moving along, totally. has anything ever backfired as a PR move as much as Elizabeth Warren's attempt to get this behind her? It would be difficult to cite something. It should be in the backfire Hall of Fame. Again, I just want to celebrate the fact that it's the rare time when somebody did something and both sides hate the oh, person for it. Oh, I yeah. love it when yeah. that happens. Oh, yeah. She's mocked by everyone. <laughs> when hate becomes universal, doesn't it become a kind of love? Well, that's, that's I'm weird. Joe Getty. <laughs> Uh, let's see, a totally different topic here. <clears throat> Have you seen the pictures of uh, the devastation of Hurricane Michael? Mm. Uh, stunning. Towns just wiped clean. Although, th- the inevitable, half a block reduced to the foundation. There aren't even any beams. Le- there are no studs left. There's no sticks left. And then right next door, there's a house that's standing intact. It's amazing. Gotta just be how good a person you are. Uh, it's the only thing that would explain it. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, anyway, who is this? Uh, B? BT from the Ding. Beautiful Redding, California, temporarily in Panama City. Uh, sent along a picture from the devastation. This appears to be, uh, hmm, I don't know, it's some building that's been knocked down. But a big old uh, hand spray painted sign. Looters will be shot. Way to go, Florida. I am so in favor of shooting looters. The only problem is who's doing the shooting and how good their judgment is and how many guys just like walking home from Lowe's to start working on their house get shot. I don't like to focus on the worst of humanity because it will make you crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's a minority. Most people would never do that. But it's still amazing to me how many people would. A friend of mine, they had their house wiped off the planet by a tornado a couple of years ago now. Midwest, just one of those days, storm comes along, all of a sudden their house out in the country disappeared. Oh boy. But within hours, people were walking through fields, gather, trying to gather up some of their stuff, find yeah. something of value. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Who would even think of that? They're like uh, dogs that, uh, you know, prey on dead animals. Right. Yeah. 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 For most of us, it wouldn't cross your mind. Hey, did you hear that? Let's go over there and see if we can find some stuff. 
Wow. Can I clarify something you just said a minute ago? I think you said the worst people in the world are minorities. Is that what you said? <laughs> I mean, I just... It's for the record. a minority. Oh, Most are the, people are good. Are the, I, see. I see. But it's always shocking how many people aren't. On the topic of Joe Biden. <laughs> wow. Who is the, the uh, number one cited would-be candidate for... No, that's not true, is it? He's or the number one preference That's currently. right. He's the mo- most preferred... A candidate for president in 2020 by Democrats, yeah. which is Looney Tunes because he's he's too old and he's never gotten more than three percent. And I think it it says something about the state of the leadership of the Democratic Party well, right now. Just end name recognition and how stupid people are. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I'll join you in that. Uh, on that topic, uh, Robert from San Diego, Rocket and OSJ. If Joe Biden runs for president, is Joe going to eat Jack's truck? We could keep this going until the whole crew is obligated to consume Jack's favorite conveyance. Uh, I vowed that Joe Biden will not be the nominee, but I did not uh, promise to. I think I may have said I'll eat my hat. <clears throat> I wish I could go back in a time machine and talk to me when I vowed that I would eat my truck if Donald Trump was ever the nominee of the Republican Party. Because uh, I was uh, so convinced, and I would like to be able to land and talk to me. This is a weird time machine where there's two of me, apparently. Right. Um, <clears throat> you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you gotta like turn your back and hustle away. I've seen Star Trek. I'd like to pull myself Old aside Spock, and say, "Young Spock, here's a surprise for you. He's not only going to be the nominee; he's going to be the president of the United States." I would just what? What future you? What happened to you? You're crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Look at look at this here newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this note I am going to summarize partly because the uh, the person who wrote it has uh, requested anonymity. There are some revealing details about Joe Biden. I want to perhaps correct the idea that everybody loves old Uncle Joe. This person spent a great deal of time around Joe Biden and his family. Hmm? Um, and and I will summarize. I can't believe we're taking time to kick Joe Biden, but okay. It was ultimately a depressing story of a consummate politician who seemed unable to maintain an intimate relationship with anyone. No actual friends. The family didn't want to be around him. He is exactly what he appears to be. A really skilled, glad-handing, everyman politician, but Willie Loman-like. I mean, there's nothing behind it. You don't have to be a politician. I've known a few people like that, that everybody loved them, but I knew them well enough to know that at home, they they, they had, like, nothing going on. Yeah. It's interesting. No relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that note. Really interesting. Also, some strong stuff on the uh, the disappearance slash murder slash dismemberment slash cutting him up while he was alive, depending on which wild Oof. stories you believe. Oof, that's um, rough. Yeah, uh, the Saudi-born uh, journalist, Mr. Khashoggi. Uh, we don't have enough time to do this, but we'll jump into it in a couple of minutes. Um, we've had a number of people express the following sentiment. Okay, something dreadful, kind of gory happened. But can someone explain to me why I should care if a citizen of a backwards Middle Eastern sand country, uh, okay, he worked for a U.S.-based newspaper, gets chopped to pieces? Political murders happen all the time. I didn't see the press getting this bent out of shape when Americans were getting their heads chopped off. I think there was a fair amount of coverage of it. Um, If he was an American citizen, then yeah, sanction, lob a few bombs, cut aid, whatever. Again, tell me why I should care. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble with that myself. This is Cher's song about Elizabeth Warren. I'm not sure that's uh, correct. It's not correct. 
I think it's autobiographical. I'll check Wikipedia on that. Marshall's News is up in just a moment or two. I do have a question about the chopping up of that dude. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, do I understand this correctly? The President of the United States tweeted that a woman had a horse face. Yes, indeed. He, okay. uh, well, he simply referred to her as horse face. Yes. Now, she is what she is, so you know I'm not that worried about her feelings, but uh, just in general. It's kind of interesting. Uh, breaking news involving Melania Trump, whose face is uh, thoroughly human. God, I'd say. Uh, her plane was forced to turn around and land after smoke filled the cabin. Okay. And she's all right? Yeah, I think everybody's okay. All right. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, it's coming out this morning. Special counsel Robert Mueller reportedly set to release his findings into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. I thought that this wasn't supposed to happen right before the election. No way it'll happen. Now, Bloomberg is reporting after next month's midterms, Mueller will issue what are described as the core findings of the investigation. Something to look forward to. So, uh, okay. Is anybody reporting this other than Bloomberg? Bloomberg, uh, and Fox, and a number of other uh, outlets are reporting it this morning. Well, they yeah. start picking it up from yeah. each other right. and reporting what's being reported. Yeah. Right. So. I guess that's my question. Is is it a come out officially from anybody? It's hard for me to imagine Mueller announcing, we're all done, and I'll tell you in a month. It just doesn't seem like there's any point to that. That has been the hot rumor for so long. Yeah. I think somebody may have just found somebody... Who sounds like they're in the know saying that's okay. the case? I'm skeptical. Yeah, I'm skeptical. You know, wake me when it's over. Right. Wake me there when it's go. out. Yeah. All the Marshall other Marshall <laughs> trafficking in rumors. So I've looked at four different news sites that are yes. reporting on this. They're all citing back to the original Bloomberg sure. story. So, so one guy could have said it, and he may have no idea what he's talking about. So yeah, exactly. Wake me when it or happens. He could be a liar or a horse face. <laughs> Meanwhile, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is in Ankara, where he and the Turkish president have met today to discuss the disappearance of the Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi. Earlier, Pompeo, after meetings with Saudi leaders, told reporters... They want to have the opportunity to complete this investigation in a thorough way. And I, and I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a, a reasonable thing to do to give them that opportunity. And then we'll all get to judge. We'll all get to evaluate. Uh, the work that they do. Now this, as a new report came out, claiming the deadly uh, interrogation of Khashoggi was conducted by a high-ranking Saudi official with ties to the crown prince. I don't doubt that for a minute, but I would urge people to keep in mind that the Turks, who have a lot of issues with the Saudis, are leaking a lot of outlandish stories, and various newspapers around the world are citing Turkish authorities, but the stories not only are are pretty out there, but they conflict with each other. So, unfortunately, we have to take everything with a grain of salt on this story. Here's what I don't understand. Why would you come up with the plan that they came up with? Wouldn't you just know you're going to get caught? Was was the mistake? Did they not know he had his girlfriend waiting for him outside? Was that the mistake? They thought he would just walk in on his own, and then they could say... I don't know, he never showed up. And then it's just a real mystery, and you don't have any idea where to point. Or were they planning to to whisk him away the whole time? It's just hard to imagine that if you're going to get rid of a guy, you'd do it this way and think it wasn't going to you know, get a hell of a lot of attention and cause a lot of problems. I don't know. My theory and my guess, which are probably just different words for the same thing, is that they were apprehending and he fought back, and it just escalated to the point of 
this. Next thing you know, you're bleaching the walls. And then, and then oh, get to who, who brought the bone saw? Yeah, well. Uh, yeah, the Turkish authorities are being right. cited by various stories saying that it was an abduction gone wrong. Uh, you know what I was picturing, and if I was the Saudis, <clears throat> this is what I would say, that, uh, yeah, we, we tried to tranquilize him and must have overdosed it, and his heart stopped, right. and it's a damn shame. We just wanted to bring him back to Saudi Arabia uh, <laughs> in order to, uh, to to help him understand the error of his ways. Yeah, yeah. That's the wow. He uh, lied about his weight on his driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. We had the wrong uh-huh. ratio. <laughs> right. But the but other papers are now reporting that the Turks have actual audio tapes yes. of him being dismembered alive. Yes. What now? Yes. yes. Yeah. Holy cow! Fingers uh, chopped. Why would you do that though? Because you, usually that sort of thing is to send a message to other right would be. Uh, informers or whatever, that this is what will happen to you. But if you do it in secret, you're not accomplishing anything, just torturing a person. I would agree. My point is not that I think that happened. My point is that there are outlandish stories coming allegedly from Turkish authorities getting printed all over the the globe, and God knows what actually happened. But the Turks have video. They have audio. They have someone inside the embassy. The story keeps changing. As of today, recreational use of marijuana is now legal in Canada with the country's provinces and territories to set up for themselves where the drug can be bought and used. Ian Powers made the first buy last night. I feel great. The stigma ends tonight. Prohibition has ended right now. We just made history. Who else gets to make history like this? We just did it. Yeah. Finally did it. Enjoy your sad life, <laughs> marijuana junkie. <laughs> Maybe finally all those uptight Canadians will start to be nice people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just stoned. <laughs> We're ma- making history. <laughs> that was pathetic, son. In Major League Baseball playoff action, the Dodgers topped the Brewers 2-1 to last night in L.A., getting the victory on a 13-inning single by Cody oh. Bellinger to bring home the winning run. Ground ball, base hit in the right field. Machado's on his way home. Throw to the plate, and the Dodgers will win it. They win it two to one. There's another I went game to I... bed after nine. Oh, I'm did. glad. Yeah, really. Yeah, I there's another game I wish I'd have watched. I'm glad well, you, I didn't. You bailed. Yes. What kind of fan are you? <laughs> not sad. <laughs> not a Dodgers fan. I'm not a Brewers fan. I'm just, I like baseball. Series and tied, I've had enough. <laughs> series tied at two games apiece. Game five set for this afternoon. The Sox Stop beat... Stop baseballing. I've had enough. Sox beat the Astros 8-2 to two in Houston last night. They got a 2-1 to one lead in the American League series. And one I'm last... telling you, if it's, if it's Dodgers-Red Sox, I'm going to have to leave the country for a week. <laughs> I just can't listen to the media talk about it. You can just change channels. You got like a remote and everything. No, that won't be good enough. It'll be on the cable right. news all the time. The, the news people will be wearing their hats and talking about it. So. <laughs> Maybe a former caravan go down to Honduras. I hear they got some openings. Watch their sports for a while. And the NBA champion Golden State Warriors, the Boston Celtics, kicked things off with wins last night. New NBA season getting underway with those two games. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Hey, YouTube was out for a while worldwide yesterday, so you're forced to live your life without cat videos or whatever it is you needed to do. Some people were calling 911. It was announced that you're not supposed to call 911 if YouTube goes down. Oh, boy. Well, now I know. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I wanted to watch a video of a monkey riding a bear, and I couldn't get to it, so I dialed 911. 
Coming up, let us remind you what the Saudi regime, our friends, is actually about. The idea that they would disappear somebody is so utterly unsurprising, it's amazing anybody's paying attention. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's surprising. You're coming up a little pro-bone saw this morning. No, sir. I'm (laughs) pro-truth. And the the latest in the Stormy Daniels, uh, Trump back and forth, so... Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. She had a problem. She was only on pain pills for two days after surgery. Then it was just ibuprofen. It's got to be wrong. Well, I wish it was, but they think that she must have taken the pills right before bed. And with her health issues, it was enough to stop her breathing. Wait, what? Mom overdose? That's from last night. The Connors is a, uh, I, you know, it's... I watched Roseanne back in the days, not now and then, and they, they did a good job of working class whites sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Trump America. Yeah. And uh, Trump America's dying from opioid overdoses all the time. Yeah. The it's numbers a, are astounding. Huge deal. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a national emergency, as declared by the, by the president. And uh, and everybody's talking about the numbers. So that's a good storyline. On the other on the other hand, it was also just killing off a character that they thought almost killed their show by saying because something. Because she didn't know Valerie Jarrett. I thought the bitch was white! Exactly. It's very important you keep track of everyone's race, especially if you're going to make Planet of the Apes jokes. Um, Highly unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> no one won in that scenario. Although, you know, if it uh, dealt with the opioid epidemic in a semi-productive you know, productive way. I heard an interview with a family from uh, Virginia, rural Virginia, uh, close to West Virginia. Um, And they were describing how, who was raising various kids because of all the people who had died in their family and their neighbors' families and the rest of it. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was was. As if they were interviewing someone in Syria about the civil war and the loss of life. It was astounding. We have a gubernatorial candidate coming up at 720. He uh, wants to be governor of the biggest state in the country. He's not going to be, but he wants to be. John Cox, he is absolutely going to win. He were fighting hard till Election Day against Gavin Newsom. But uh, he's going to talk some about uh, the, the whole energy companies shutting down your power. Because it's a little windy. Because they don't want to get sued if something happens. It's a power play, my friends. It's power play, if you'll pardon the expression. I will not. Trump might not be crazy, but the rest of us are getting there fast. Psychologist couches are filling up as Americans seek relief from Trump anxiety disorder. Trump anxiety disorder, or TAD. Or get a grip of yourself, for crying out loud. They're loco. Um... I heard he's the new Hitler, and that it's going to be the handmaid's tale, and women are going to be forced into pregnancy, and Judge Kavanaugh is going to come into my home and drunkenly lay on me, and uh, and so I'm very afraid. 
Counselors across America say Trump and his convulsive effect on America's national conversation. I think that's fair, isn't it? That's fair. <laughs> yes, that's I think fair. convulsive is a pretty good word. Whether you're pro-Trump or anti-Trump, and, and you wanted him to be convulsive if you're pro-Trump. Read um, on, horse face. Convulsive effect on America's national conversation are giving politics a prominence on psychologists' couch, psychologists' couches not seen since the months after 9-11. Cool. Now, I would say... If you needed to go see a therapist after a 9-11, eh, I would hope that me and those around me are more hardy than that. But, yeah. you know, it is a big deal. But, yeah. man, if you're going to see a therapist because of who's president, freaking get over yourself. We, God dang we it. We change that up every four to eight years, and sometimes you really don't like the guy. Oh, or, my God. Or, or gal. That can happen? Someday. Someday. Huh. But seriously. Nikki Haley. Can't you just picture the sort of person that's laying on the couch talking to a therapist about how, how difficult it is with Trump as president? Oh, shut up. People enjoy being afraid. They're rewarded for it. If you can portray yourself as a victim, you have climbed to the highest step in American society right now. There, we are making ourselves mentally ill. The American Psychiatric Association found that 39% of people said their anxiety level had risen over the previous year. I think mine has. And 56%... We're either extremely anxious or somewhat anxious about the impact of politics on their daily life. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's reasonable. How about, here's a scenario for you. Man, oh man, A Trump though. supporter slash uh, somewhat conservative person living in uh, the Bay Area, California, for instance, or Portlandia. Uh, those people might be anxious and stressed. To the point of getting professional help. Come on now. You you, gotta, you can't just say I don't want to talk about politics. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm better at like crafting the life around me than most people can be because you know they work in an office, whatever. But or wouldn't you say to yourself, I'm clearly too worked up about this. I mean, it's just, so this is just the state of the world. Always, any wherever you live, there's going to be leadership come and go, and you know. So yeah, maybe we're uh, maybe it's one of those situations where. We're we're citing Trump as the cause when, in fact, he's just the proximate cause. Is that the term? He's just the final straw. The whole smartphone, constant input, 24-hour news cycle thing has got us so edgy. If you're freaked out by Trump, it pushes you over the edge. A psychologist, a woman in Illinois, came up with the term Trump anxiety disorder. She wrote a chapter on it, and mental health experts call it uh, they say the disorder is marked by such symptoms as increased worry, obsessive thought patterns, muscle tension, and obsessive <laughs> preoccupation with the news. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be cold and dead before I listen to any Illinoisan, but uh, there's some truth to that. A study from uh, the market research for- firm Galileo also found in the first 100 days after Trump's election, 40% of people said they can no longer have open and on- honest conversations with some friends or family members. I don't doubt that. That is absolutely true, which could freak you out a little bit. Nearly a quarter of respondents said their political views have hurt their personal relationships. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Those of us who are not quite as big circle of friends and family, we want input, we want contact with those people all the time. We thrive on lots of people being around us. I could see people like that being freaked out that they no longer can have a conversation with their sister, with their their uh, you know husband's parents, whatever, because everybody's so wound up and angry about politics. Listen, to I could see that therapists say today's political conditions are ripe to send people of all 
ideological, partisan, and cultural stripes to the emotional edge. Why? Human beings hate two things. Oh, I hate more than that. I got a list. Clowns, onions, pumpkin flavoring. I mean, I can just keep going on. Onions? Uh, That's another flavor bully, yeah. We don't have to go there. People who walk too slow across the crosswalk. God, I could, jeez, I could come up with a thousand things. People who, when you meet, walking in opposite directions, go left instead of right. We go right in America. And then you do the dance. Right. Go, just go right. Just always go right. <laughs> and this will never happen again. What you got to do is start just bowling people over. Yes. <laughs> give, them, give them the elbow, uh, the quick elbow to the chops. I was on the correct side. You were not. Right. And now you're on the ground. Right. <laughs> Which is probably where you belong. Oh, wow. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to continue walking. Human beings, right. human beings hate two things. One is to look to the future and think you don't have enough energy to succeed and live up to your expectations. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I clearly don't. Not even close. But, I mean, I thought this... Okay. Human beings, I'm going to boil it down to two things. Two things all humans hate. Uh, Lacking the energy to... Looking to the future and thinking you don't have enough energy to succeed and live up to your expectations. I've had that sometimes. I don't. Where I just think, I just don't have... I just don't have the fire to move on. Oh, no, I've 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 given up. (laughs) It's liberating. The other thing is to not be able to predict the environment. Okay. That's what they Uncertainty? Is that what that means? When do you have certainty, though? When, when, When did that period happen? I must have missed it. I must have missed the certainty period. I know a really funny joke about that, but it's tad off color. Gotcha. I'm too talented to work blue. <laughs> Horse face. Uh, so the latest wrinkle in the whole Saudi Arabia chopping the dude up thing. Allegedly. Plus, Donald Trump's Twitter war with Stormy Daniels and her creepy lawyer. Wow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.